What is up, Devil fans? What a win. Welcome to the Trap Podcast. I am your host, Bill Botch. It is March 30th, 11.13 p.m. And we have just gotten home from a huge Devil's win. One of the biggest Devil's wins in the past decade, in my opinion. Um, you could tell this one meant a lot to everyone. I hope everyone has gotten home safe from the game. I hope you guys were all able to enjoy it because tonight was a special game. The Devils have obviously had their struggles of late. It's been a rough, it's been a rough, you know, two weeks of... You lose in Buffalo, and you you knew it was going to be tough. You knew the Islander game was going to be really tough. I didn't feel good about the Islander game from the beginning. You're playing a team who's extremely desperate. They're trying to make the playoffs. They play a very structured game that does not lend itself well to the Devils game. And you're playing versus one of the best goalies in the world. And you could tell why. I mean, Sorokin stood on his head. So this was a big game for the team. And I was curious to see how they were going to handle themselves after Vitek Vanacek has had a little bit of a rocky couple starts. Um, we've had, you know, we've been playing 11 forwards and seven defensemen the past couple games. Boquist has been watching the games from the press boxes. There were just a lot of variables, and the Rangers looked damn good coming into tonight. So I was nervous that we could possibly end up running into another hot goaltender, and the Rangers have also been putting up a ton of points, um, a ton of goals per game. And I brought it up in the last episode, and I said, you know, what scares me is you could run into, if you run into a, a goalie like Shesterkin or Sorokin, and they're hot. The problem with the Rangers is the Rangers score like three to four goals a night, typically. But not tonight. And a lot of it was due to strong play by Vitek Vanacek. And more importantly, I just feel like the Devils defense, this is a game where they deserve a serious pat on the back. You know, the past month, month and a half, there's been a lot of fumbling around with the puck in their own zone. There's been a lot of turnovers. There's been some sloppy play from everybody. Our anchors, like the John Marinos of the world, um, people that you wouldn't expect it from. And it happens. I mean, that's why you play the game. But tonight, everybody was on. And it was a very, very structured, well-rounded game played by the Devils. So it was, uh, it was really impressive to see. I hope everybody uh, got to enjoy it, and um, everyone should be really happy if you're a Devils fan right now, because that was a big one. So I went up to the game, and I have, um, I got two people in the studio. I got the Pickle in the studio, and I have... Um, the Pickle's here. That's right. The Pickle's in the building. That's right. Pickle's here. There we go. So we got the Pickle in the building. He came up from Florida. How's the weather in Florida? I've been trying to get down there. Uh, it's very hot and sticky. You'd like it. All right. Yeah, so we're trying to get Bobby down to Florida. Um, he's got family down there. Uh, but 
that's that's beside the point. Anyway, uh, so I have my my dad flew in uh, earlier this morning, and we have uh, my brother who, as you guys know, has been on the podcast the past couple times episodes. Thanks for having me, Bill. And um, yeah, so we all got to go to the game together, and we brought my oldest son William to the game. I've been trying to get this kid into hockey for a while now, and I was like, "This is my opportunity. This is the game. If he can't get into a Devils Ranger game, that's you know a preview of the playoffs. If the Rangers would have won tonight, they would have actually have had home ice advantage over the Devils in the first round because our points would have been tied, and their um, the way that they got their points would have surpassed the Devils in the standings. So. I was pretty happy to, uh, it was big. It was a four-point swing. And we talked about it on the last episode, too. I was like, you know what? Even if the Devils were to lose, I kind of like a little part of me trying to make myself feel better is like if if the Devils were to lose and we were to play in the first round and be the underdogs and play on the road, the Devils have been obviously great on the road all season. Playing at home... It's half Ranger fans anyway, but you kind of put a little more pressure on the Rangers to play better, in my opinion. Right, and Jack is obviously dominated in at MSG, so. Yeah, Hughes has always played pretty well at the Garden, um, but I just figured, you know, maybe a little pressure on the Rangers could benefit the Devils if they come in and are kind of flying under the radar a little bit and limped into the playoffs. But that wasn't the case. So getting into the game tonight, um, it was fun. There was definitely a, a vibe in the Rock, and there was a buzz in the Rock, and rightfully so. This is the biggest game that's it's been. It's the biggest game that's happened in probably 10 years besides those two playoff games in 2018, which were awesome, by the way. And I can't wait for both of you guys to come to a devil's playoff game it's been so long i mean the last devil's playoff game that we went to together was game six henry overtime goal oh absolutely that was a great one too i mean and we, in all i mean we did go to we both dad and i pickle and i traveled out to uh tampa and you know during the all season um that was a tough one. Yeah, no, it was a tough one. But I'm I think saying, we, I but, think we lost saying, six to one. Right, it it was tough, but but we were out there. But we were there anyway. Yeah, so I mean, the the rock at the in 2018 playoffs, it's intense. It's way it's way more intense than tonight. I mean, people say like, oh, it was playoff like atmosphere. I'm telling you, the playoffs are going to be way more intense than tonight. And tonight and tonight was awesome. But I'm not. Tonight was great. Um, you could tell Devils fans wanted this bad. They definitely did. And um, right from the start, I thought the Devils dominated. I really do. I thought the Devils came out, and I thought they outskated the Rangers. I thought they were made smarter decisions with the puck. I thought they um, pa their passing was better, their execution was better. And for the start of the game... I thought that Vitek Vanacek outplayed Shesterkin for the start of the game. Now, as the game went on, I think Vanacek, or um, I thought Shesterkin was probably the best player on the ice. I think the game could have got way out of control if they didn't have such solid goaltending. Um, but it was, uh, it was, you know, 
it was really encouraging to see such a structured game played by the team. And I think the the Devils' defense really showed it was a playoff type game. Like the way that they handled themselves, they were very structured, uh, structured, structured, and they were very disciplined with the puck. And it was like, you know, you see like Kevin Ball and Kevin Ball handled himself very well for, it was a big game. It's the biggest game he's ever played in. Um, so it was good. The Devils got off to, a, uh, obviously a two goal lead in the first period the first one was a beautiful tip by Eric Halla on a pass from Dougie Hamilton. It was like a shot pass. He was basically getting the puck to the net. He had two options. So Boquist and Halla were both driving to the net and Hall had a great um, tip. The truth is, I mean, I think the third line played really good tonight. You know, we had talked about maybe Meyer playing on the third line because he likes having play drive through him. He kind of has the freedom to know that he is the clear cut beast on a line and he's responsible for driving play and we saw what he's what he did last game in his two or three shifts on a third line with Halla and um I don't know who they had with him at the time I think it might have been Pilat or or something I don't know Sharon Govich yeah that's right um but I I was like I kind of thought to myself all right Tatar Halla and Boquist, like, is there enough offensive power on that line to, I think they play very smart defensively. I think they could clog the neutral zone. And I think they play really well away from the puck, but could they drive play? And they did. I thought tonight they were really good. If you look at the underlying stats, um, third best stat card on the team was Eric Halla. Fifth best was Tatar. And Boquist was seventh best. So they were three of our top 10 players on the ice tonight with underlying stats, which usually gives you a good indication of how someone really played when you really break it down by every shot that was taken by where they touched the puck, how, you know, how much time they spent in the defensive zone, the offensive zone. So um, the, the eye test meets up with the underlying score, which is, which is good. That means that it confirms what you're seeing. Um, but, uh, was there a line that stuck out to you guys tonight? What would you think of the third line? For instance, obviously I thought the third line played great. I thought they played really good. And I thought the first line, I thought he sure and, and Meyer and, you know, Mercer, I thought that they were really strong. I, what stuck out to me from the very beginning, I thought they all like back checked and like played the neutral zone so good it, there was no mistakes they were like flawless what'd you think of the third line i thought the third line was great um and maybe just going back to the last podcast um you know we're wondering why they're running 11 and 7 and obviously we're not in the locker room uh <clears throat> Bastion obviously seems like a, a maintenance situation. We're all kind of wondering about Boquist and I don't know, maybe maybe it is, you know, rough kind of uh, doing a little bit of magic in the sense of uh, 
uh, you know, firing guys up in terms of motivating his guys. Exactly. Sitting, you know, you see, you know, Sharon Govich after, you know, he was sitting in the press box for a while and he came back out and, you know, was shot out of a cannon. Not that he's, he's played incredible, but you know, he, I think that he's played much better than he has played for a majority of the season. And again, both, Book was coming out, and I thought he had a great game. Um, so, you know, that's, that's... Yeah, yeah, the third line played really good. And just to keep it in comparison so you guys can get a, an idea, so, like, expected goals for by line, you had the mercer Heesher meyer line, you had Palat, Husenbrat, and you had Tatar, Hall, of Boquist. The Wood, McLeod, Sharon, Govich line was non-existent. So, to put it in perspective... Expected goals for were 0 0.2 for the fourth line. You get up into the third line, it was 0 0.6. It was 0 0.65. But then you get to Mercer, Heischer, Meyer. It was 0 0.66. So basically, the, the first line and the third line played very similar type games when it came to driving play. Palat, Hughes, and Bratt we were 0 0.78. So if you're above that 0.5, that means that you're basically controlling more play than the other team. Um, so what you see here is our fourth line really struggled tonight, and which I thought was very apparent. Wood was awful. There were very few players that played bad tonight. I thought that the team played a very well-rounded, responsible, playoff-type game, uh, a game that they could really hang their hat on because they know that that's the kind of game that they're going to have to play going forward um, when these games are, you know, you're playing for your life. And, uh, and it was to see everyone play so well was very encouraging, but it was disappointing to see a guy like Miles Wood, who is a veteran, play as bad as he did. I mean, he was pretty awful. So if you go to his underlying stats... He was the second to worst last player on the entire ice. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to, you know, just... Be I'm not into bashing people because we had a great game. I'm just calling it like it is. Like, exactly. Everyone played pretty good. There was... Wood played bad. It sucks for McLeod. McLeod is playing really good, and he's being forced to play with Miles Wood, and it's kind of dragging him down a bit. I would rather see... A, I'd rather see Foot out there. Obviously, Lazar is hurt. And I'd rather see Bastion. But to me, Miles Wood doesn't have a place not only on this team, but on most NHL teams, even on the fourth line. It doesn't matter to me. One of the guys that we're going to get into that we've kind of been debating on the ride home was Yegor Sharangovich. Sharangovich had a little bit of a rough game too. He turned the puck over twice on the same shift, which led to a goal the other way. He actually... That's not true. He turned the puck over once on on the penalty kill, wasn't able to clear the puck, and then I believe it was Marino or Graves had a chance to clear the puck out of the zone, and they bounced, they shot it into to the back of his leg, and it turned into the uh, Rangers' only goal. You know, would you have liked to seen Sharon Govich? get the puck out of the zone on a, you know, you can't afford to do that in the playoffs. That's something that you're not going to be able to do. The guy's kind of been in the doghouse for a little bit. He came back. He, you know, he ate his medicine. He came back. He's been playing pretty good. I've been really impressed with his play on the fourth line, but I think 
it's plays like that that really get under a coach's skin. And I, I don't think we have enough depth to like really pull him right now. But if you, if you see a little bit more of that coming from Sharon Govich, don't be surprised if he's a healthy scratch moving forward. Now, dad, I know that you were like defending him and that's all well and good. Just to give you an idea, he, he definitely was the third lowest analytically out of anybody on the team. Um, who, who was the worst? Damon Severson. Severson was the worst. Okay. I would say that I would much rather play Sharon Govich over Wood. Um, Wood, uh, in my opinion, Wood, in my opinion, was just, you know, had just, he was a liability on the ice. The first period, you know, he kind of had a, um, he took a, a late hit on someone uh, along along the boards, kind of by the penalty box. I thought he was going to take a penalty at right. the end of totally, the game. Totally, he, they definitely could have called that. It was the end of the game. You had you were in the offensive no, zone. Absolutely, I agree, hundred percent. He almost it's dragged like, the guy down to the ice. Wood is at this point, he's a liability for us. And if if you're not playing Bastion, you should be playing Nolan Foot. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean. I can't wait to say good riddance to uh to Miles Wood. Um so just looking at Sharon Govich's uh underlying numbers. Um I'm trying to see where they say I don't know. It doesn't matter. Point is, everybody played pretty goddamn good, despite of literally two fluke plays, which has to make you feel good. I mean, um, second goal was a power play goal, which is obviously really needed. It's been a long time. The Devils have to get the power play going if they want to be successful in the playoffs. Can we agree on that? We definitely agree on that. And that was one of the two things. I wanted to see Vanacek have a have a strong performance and then, you know, just see them execute on the power play. That was pretty big. What do you think about our power play, Kyle? <laughs> I, I, I would like to see it get rolling. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough. It's you know we we're we're going to need to to see some chemistry. Uh, Timo, you know, thrusting Timo into the mix. You know, we've been talking about this for the past what four, five, six, seven weeks. It's going to be you know it. it there's going to be he's going to need to adjust to you know, the system. So. It's not his fault. Um, I, I, actually, I actually like to see... Uh, they started... Uh, they started, they started, the, yeah, second they started the second power play. Yeah, they started the second Did power play. Did that surprise you? Uh, they started the second power play, which I actually kind of liked because the second power play has actually been more... Uh, effective. Effective, yeah. you know, over the past month than, you know, our power play one, which... Again, whoever's going to score, I'm all for it. 
Um, we know that we have a, a ton of firepower on our player, power play one. Um, and I think that it's going to come. It's just, again, it's just, they're just going to need to settle in and just settle down and it's going to be effective. Yeah. I thought Meyer played really good tonight. Um, I thought the power play one actually moved the puck pretty well. It was a nice, like slick, the passing back and forth prior to the initial shot was really impressive to me. And it was a pass by Meyer back outside, opened it up a little bit to give himself a little bit of room. And then Jack gave it back to him. I thought that took a lot of patience. That's like a heady play. I mean, you're in a very tight quarters, a normal shooter's instinct is when the puck comes to your stick and you're in the slot, you would want to let that go. He didn't have anything, so he gave it right back, and they kind of drifted that way a little bit, and he opened up the ice to himself, and he was able to let it go. It wasn't like he let go some serious one-time blaster or anything, but he got he gets the puck on net, and he ends up scoring a goal. It was a big goal. Going up 2 nothing compared to going in one nothing to the first intermission I thought was really big. I thought on the power play, them coming into the zone, too, was really good. It was smooth. It was like they, they didn't just, you know, gain the blue line and then, you know, dish it off and stuff. I thought that Hughes brought it in deep and stuff. And Hughes then carried the puck really nice he tonight. He did, and then he put it back out to the point. I thought both, that was both, a lot better. Both Rat and Hughes carried the puck very well in, and gave us a, an opportunity to set up in our power plays, which I thought was, you know, a huge. That was a big a, a difference. A huge step forward. Yeah. Here, pull the mic this way a little bit. Yep. And then Kyle, when you talk, just speak into the tum into the front of it. Dad's hitting it, but you're hitting like the side of it for some reason. Yeah. No, I agree. I th I think both of them. Like we talked about that. I prefer Brat carrying the puck, gaining the zone. Um, but I thought. Jack Hughes played really well, and I think he, I thought he carried the puck the entire night, not just on the power play, really well. Um, you know, the first thing that I noticed the entire game was the Rangers could not keep up with our speed. They had no answers for our speed. We were literally skating circles around them. I had Ranger fans texting me, you know, Grumbach hit me up, and like a couple of my friends hit me up, and they're like, dude, we can't keep up. And this is in the first period. And I'm like, you know, you would wait until the second or the third period typically to be like, oh, geez, like this just isn't, this isn't going well. But our speed is a serious problem for that team. The Rangers play pretty heavy on the back end. But you can't play that heavy if you can't catch anybody. You know what I mean? Um, you saw Truba tried to take a couple runs at people. He, you guys know his game already. Devils did not back down at all tonight, and they were not trying to be too aggressive. They cleared the front of their net. They played like grown men, clearing the front of their net. They protected Vanacek, but, and they drove to the net, and I thought that they looked just as physical or just as tough as, um, as the Rangers did. I'd be interested to see the... Uh, the stats? The hits, yeah. Yeah, stats. I think Palat knocked uh, Truva on his ass around the goal tonight. I can't wait for Palat to get going. Yeah. Palat's going to get going. I mean, that's going to happen. And you know it's going to happen. It's going to happen in the playoffs. 
All right, so the hits. New York Rangers, 19 hits tonight. New Jersey Devils, 19 hits. There you go. They were right there. They played just as physical. The only difference was they can't skate with us. No. Alexi Lafreniere. Whew. My God. He looked like shit. He looked. He actually didn't look like anything. Right. I, I, you know what? <laughs> I did, I, it's like they probably didn't call his name out a lot, you know, on TV talking about the game. Like, I didn't, he really didn't stand out at all. Stand out? No, he stood out to me quite a bit. He was... Right, for uh, his poor play. He was a fucking turnover machine. Why don't you get a Mercedes-Benz and be a real man? So that's what I'm like, you need to get a Mercedes-Benz and be a real man, because you're not, right? Um, If you look at the, if you look at the underlying stats, oof, he was just... God awful. He was the third he was the fourth worst player on the ice behind Capo Caco. Um who? Capo Caco. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh so here, let's look at let's look at the stats for that. That's those the guys. same guy that's got forty career goals, right? So we got um Man. He was just bad. He was just turning the puck over like Lafreniere was making horrible decisions with the puck. I literally did not notice Capo. I I actually didn't notice Capo Caco more than I didn't. I noticed Lafreniere because Lafreniere was making a lot more bad plays, but I literally didn't notice Capo Caco at all. I didn't even realize he was on the ice. I swear to God, I'm not even trying to be funny. Did you guys? Uh, I'm I'm literally wondering how much ice time he got. Let's see. I know this sounds crazy. But like, oh, here he is. Twelve minutes. Oof. Yeah. So I guess he did, he wasn't Oof. doing that well. Jeez. Um, and then who was the other one? Lafreniere. Fourteen minutes. Point zero nine eight expected goals. Uh, yeah, he was he was pretty bad. Capo Caco. Expected goals. Mister. Kako. <laughs> Expected goals. Zero point zero. And and R- literally but, zero but, point zero. Right, but in all fairness, it's like <laughs> let's be honest, we're we're devils fans. <laughs> we're we're not <laughs> but at the same time, we're not, you know we're homers, of course, but I call it like I see it, dude. Exactly, exactly. I, this is, this I pride is, myself on that. You know what I mean? I'm saying the, the coaches obviously see it. That's why the ice time is what it is, you know? So. It was bad. It was real bad. Well, thank God we took Hughes instead of Capo Rocco. Oh, no, no. I, I don't know. I, I think that's still on the fence. Yeah. I don't think we're going to wait. We, I think we're going to wait. I don't know. I don't know. For that to pan out I think he's, he's more NHL ready. His vision, his speed, his size. All right, so let's get into some of these numbers. Um, the Devils ended up with, first of all, we totally outplayed them. So, our, I mean, we had 31 shots on goal. The Rangers had 25. Majority of those 20, or not majority, but a big portion of 25 shots, probably five of them were taken 
in the last two minutes of the game when they when they pulled the goalie. We were dominating in shots. We actually lost in the faceoff circle, so it was twenty six to twenty eight, and we took two penalties. Both of them were Eric Hall penalties. Eric Hall has been involved in games lately, straight up. Like he had a goal in the last game, he had a goal in this game. He took a couple penalties. I understand you don't want guys taking penalties. That's not the way you want them involved in the game, but he's a factor clearly he could play on the third he's a good third line player there's no doubt about that so um I'm, I'm happy with that but we can get into let's see how many um let's go over like shots on net and stuff real quick we knew that who, who, Hola, we knew that Hola was gonna come we've yeah. been we've been talking about this for for a month now I mean come on and it, I don't think his penalties tonight were because he was behind the play and, you know, trying to catch up. I think he was just being really physical and just being involved in the game. Oh, yeah? So, um, who do you think led the team in shots tonight? Go Chalk. Hughes. I would say... Probably uh, maybe plot or or maybe Dougie. That's right, Kyle. Dougie Hamilton. Congratulations. All right. Yeah, Dougie Hamilton, five shots on net. And then you had three shots from Hughes, three shots from Ryan Graves, who had himself a very strong game. I thought, I thought yeah. Graves, I, I, thought I swear Graves to God, I thought Graves too. was going to score. Graves played so good tonight. The play that he had in the third period with like a minute left, obviously the puck sneaks through Vanacek, is slowly about to get to the goal <laughs> line, and... A ranger is standing right there. I, I still don't know who it was, but he was standing right there, and he was about to poke at it, and to the rescue comes Ryan Graves. And good for Ryan Graves. Ryan Graves has had a couple rough games. He had the turnover in the Tampa game. He fell, and they scored a goal in the, in the, in the Islander game. He's had a couple rough games. Ryan Graves has been freaking great all year, and anybody that shits on Ryan Graves doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, Pucks and Pitchforks said that they should sit him uh tonight are you sure um i'm pretty sure i well, well you're calling him out so i well i'm caught you know what maybe it wasn't them but i'm pretty sure it was them that said that they should sit him should we or shouldn't we sit ryan graves right now because you know because he fell down on that one goal it was like i thought that that was i thought they were being a little harsh with him yeah, he has been solid all year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who you would play instead of Ryan Graves. You have your headphone on side backwards, by the way. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Go on, go, go into the ham and take the carving knife and stab me here, here. Oh my god! Yeah, so um. I thought Ryan Graves played really good tonight. Wow, this worked so much better this way. <laughs> so congratulations to him. Um, everybody played really good tonight. It was a really exciting environment to be in. Um, so now let's go to the standings. Let's see where we're at. That was a big win. It was a big four-point win. 
All right, so the Devils have played 75 games. We have 102 points. So we are four points ahead of the New York Rangers. Carolina Hurricanes have one game on us, not two. And they have one point. Thank you very much. Okay. I stand corrected. Yeah. Yeah. So we are... We're three points back. All right. So we can take the division. So, Kyle, I was saying that Carolina is, they only have one game on us. They don't have two. It wasn't, okay. up, it wasn't updated. So, yeah, so we're three points back. Let's take a look at Carolina's schedule. We'll take a look at our schedule. Oh, come on with this shit. Okay. Just as you're looking this up, Thank would you. you would you rather play the Islanders or would you rather play the Rangers? Boof. I don't know. You run into a, you know. You run into a hot Shesterkin too. Or, right. No, no. Which one? Either, either one. Okay, so like, you that's know, what I'm saying. I would rather run into a, I don't, a hot Shesterkin or a hot um, Sorokin. Sorokin. You'd rather play the Islanders? Yeah, right. I would definitely rather play because they, can't, they definitely they can't don't have much. the firepower right. the Rangers have. Literally, they just asked uh, Lundquist last night on NHL Network um, who is the best goalie and... You know, he really had to 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 think about it, and obviously he's going to go with, uh, you know, Igor. But it was, you know, it's debatable. I mean, they both look, they both look incredible, and you know, just as hockey fans, they they're really really good goaltenders. Okay, here. So we're gonna break down the Carolina and the Devils schedule. I mean, there's only a couple games left in the season, so this is really easy. So Saturday and Sunday, the Hurricanes play back-to-back games. So they have the Canadians in Montreal, and then they have the Islanders on the back-to-back on Sunday. Um, so let's say they win one and they lose one. We have the Blackhawks on Saturday, and then we have the Jets on Sunday. Jets is going to be a tough game. Hellebuck is hes going to win the Vezina Trophy this year. Um, so you're playing versus arguably the best goalie in the league right now. Um, and they're fighting for a playoff spot as well. So let's say we go one and one. I'm being like trying to be bipartisan. Real. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then Tuesday, we play the Penguins. In New Jersey, I think we win that. And then we play the Blue Jackets in New Jersey. I think we win that. So that's two wins for us. Hurricanes have the Senators in Carolina. They're going to win that. But then they play the Predators on the road. Who The Predators, I don't know what their deal is. I don't know if they're trying to play for the playoffs or they're not or they've given up. But either way, that's going to be a tougher game. Um, that's a toss-up in my opinion. Then they have a game versus the Sabres, the Senators, the Red Wings, 
and the Panthers. So let's say they go three and one after that. We have the Bruins. The Bruins will be clinched. They, they might be they might be resting decent. everybody. Yeah. Either way, they're so good. I don't know. And then we have the Sabres, who we just lost to. The Capitals have given up. I think we probably go two and one. So therefore, I, I can't. I have no idea what happens. But at the end of the day, does it really matter? No, I'm just yes, saying. It does matter. The, no, but at the end of the day, it's a brand new season. We're doing a Devils podcast. It matters if they win the division or not, for sure. But in but in two weeks, the season starts all over again. But, and but you go from playing you go from playing the Rangers to playing the Islanders. So it absolutely does matter. You go from, you get, you get a banner put in your building. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. It, do, it does matter. But again, it's like, Bill, who do you think that we match up against better? I don't, I don't know. It, I don't it, think the Rangers match up good at all against us and everybody on NHL network and, you know, just listening. I, you know, I really don't think they match up well against us. Okay. Would, would so I'd like I I like you want to play the Rangers in the I first definitely round. Definitely want to play the Rangers. I would rather play the Islanders. The only reason why I wouldn't want to play the Rangers in the first round is I'd hate to be you know I'd hate to be knocked out. Yeah. I'd hate to be knocked out by the Rangers. I think I I think I would. I would probably rather win the division and play the Islanders. I don't think so. I, I know I would rather play. The, I'd rather win the division and play the Islanders. And the, and obviously that's a legitimate, you know, argument. We're just, you know, it's there's a strong likelihood that we're going to wind up playing the Rangers. Right. And you know. I don't know. I think as Devils fans, we have to prepare ourselves that we're going to wind up playing right. the Rangers. And, and pretty much the only question is, like, who's going to have home ice advantage? You know, who's going to be second? Who's going to be third? Because, you know, Carolina just keeps on finding a way to win and get points out of these games. You know, when they're, you know, when they're losing to the Bruins, three to one the third period and they come back and take a point it's like you gotta be kidding me yeah i don't know we'll see what happens i mean either way it's good that we're having this conversation that means i thought kind of you know there was a part of me that thought to myself well you know let's say the devils lose this game the rangers end up in second place in the division they're clearly on fire they've played really well as of late and the Hurricanes were to drop a couple, the Rangers could end up winning the division. I thought that, you know, like, and then I thought, okay, well, if the Rangers win the division, that means that we would play Carolina. And that would change everything. We haven't even considered playing Carolina in the playoffs yet. Right? Yeah, you're underestimating us. So. It's like I think we have a, I'm not. a better I'm... chance of winning division than, you know, than the Rangers do. And I know we talked about this. You lose one game, and 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 the whole thing changes. Like 
let's be real. The Devils have not played great going into tonight. We haven't. So it's I'm not underestimating anything. I'm saying given the situation that you would be in, we've never considered playing Carolina in the playoffs. And now we would actually be like, wow, like that can actually happen because if the Rangers continue to look really good, string together a couple wins and finish the season strong, they could end up in first place, but in the division, Carolina could come in second, we can come in third. And now you're playing in Carolina on the road, which would be to me a lot more difficult than playing in New York on the, on the road. Right. I don't think that, going to happen i think that's a very well, well i don't think it's going to happen now no of course right no i don't think it's going to happen now i thought it would have happened f- four points ago like you know at seven o'clock that was a four point swing you know what i mean i don't think it can happen now but i thought all right well you never know it, it we got tighter and carolina lost tonight to detroit right yeah. it's huge so we are one game back In one point, right? Yes. Yeah. One game, one point. Holy moly. We want the cup. So, yeah, you wonder, like, who's going to win these? Who's going to get these final playoff spots? I think the Islanders definitely grab one, and I think Pittsburgh winds up dropping, and Florida nudges their way in. Pittsburgh has a game on Florida and a point on them. They do. I know. They do. They do, but I I just, that's my feeling. You, my th- feeling you thought, you see, I, I thought that I, I felt the same way, and Florida was, like, really, like, stringing together a bunch of wins, and then they dropped three in a row. You can't really do that. They're not in a position to do that. Did you see Paul Maurice freaking out on him last night? Fucking bitches. Yeah, you guys play like <laughs> a bunch of fucking bitches. I was like, wow. Oh, my Lord. Um, Yeah, so the Devils have back-to-back games. It's kind of sad the season's coming to an end. Even though the playoffs are starting and we're getting there, it's like, I don't know. I know. I think about what's going to happen when the season's over. It's like... Well, well, this is so much different than every other year because, honestly, by now, I would be begging for the season to be over because these games are so painful because there's nothing going on. The Devils are usually so far out of it. You just want it to be over so that the playoffs start, which is exciting as a hockey fan... But more importantly, you get to start waiting for the draft. You get to start looking forward to the draft. And like the draft was my bread and butter for so long. I'm so into the draft. Thank God it's not now. Yeah. And it's not going to be next year either. You know, something that we should talk about, and I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, this has nothing to do with tonight, but, you know, just because you make the playoffs this year doesn't give you the right. And, you know, we're automatically. We're going to go into next year thinking we want to win the cup now, right? That's like a pretty normal mindset. It doesn't always work that way. You know what I mean? Like you can't take it for granted that the team is making the playoffs is my point. 
It could, it could definitely go two different ways because our defense is going to be drastically different next year. Well, there could be a lot of things that are different. You could not score nine goals with one minute left in the game to tie a game or to win a game. That could happen. Why not? You could have the Islanders could. There's a lot of different things that could happen. And, you know, I just know that we're going to go into next year thinking, well, this is our chance to win the cup, and that's fine, and that's a good mentality to have. But I don't want to take it for granted. Like, this is our first time getting into the playoffs. We're about to win the, you know, we're talking about trying to win the division. You shouldn't take that for granted because you don't know if you're going to be in a position like this for the next couple of years, you know what I mean? Or it's like you'd like to think that the team is going to get better and you have young, good right. prospects that are joining the team and all that, and I totally I totally get that. But sometimes, like, shit happens. Like, let's be real. Like, people get injured, and there's crazy things that happen, and it's not your birthright to know that your team is definitely going to make the playoffs just because, you know, look at the Washington Capitals. Washington Capitals win a Stanley Cup, and then it's like they haven't done shit since. They had the, arguably one of the best players in the world, you know, best goal scorer ever. You have a lot of good teams that you're. That there's no reason that they shouldn't be competing for a cup, but it's just Landeskog is hurt for the entire year and the avalanche. Right. Injuries, I, injuries are the variable, but if you look at what we have coming up through the system, don't you think that the future looks brighter than where we are right now? The future does look brighter, but even in a bright future, to win a division in a very, comp right. in a very competitive no, division I, is I very, agree. very hard. So my point is, when you have a team that's playing as good as this team is and has the chemistry that this team has, because it's not going to be the same team next year. There's going to be players that move and everything. You have to go for it. You have to go all in. And I get it just because it's the beginning of our window opening. You think, well, we have time, but it doesn't always, you know. I I understand exactly what you're saying, and we have to seize the moment right now. You do. And we have to play as if we're going to win the cup this year because, and, you know, when you invited me on the podcast for the first time, I, I'm pretty sure that I said that I thought that we were going to take a step back mm -hmm. next year because, you know. I, I would, I do too. I, yeah. I think next year, and I'm not trying to be a pessimist, I think literally next year that we are going to be in that playoff hunt kind of thing like that's going on right, right now. Right, but we're, we're a good we're competitive gonna, team. We're, like Exactly. We're going to be trying to find our identity again with, two of you know our huge prospects coming in on the back end and it's not going to be the same no it's just it's it's not going to be the same there's it's a like, serious learning curve exactly and we uh, it's like if we want to make a dent we have to make a dent now and you know again we might take a step back for one year we might take a step back for two years who knows so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I think that we're, I don't think, I think after this year, I think that we are in the playoffs. I think we are. In I, the, I, I'm talking to you pretty much directly. Like, no, I, I, know, I know, I know. You're just so optimistic about I everything. I just think that we are in the playoffs. I think that our, you thought our, our team was good last year and it was like one well, of the worst I teams think, we've had in the history. But of I think that, I think that 
you know, that our players are finally maturing and stuff and, and, you know, and they're not even close to their potential. And we have, you know, I really think that Luke Hughes is, you know, Luke Hughes is a guy that, that you look at him and he's like so dynamic offensively and you think that he's going to be a huge liability, you know, on defense, like, but I, I just think that we have a tremendous upside from here. I don't think. We do. I don't think I'm, we. I'm not, I I'm, I'm not. I'm not debating that. I, there's no reason to not think that. My point is, it's like, oh, this is the beginning of the Devils, but you know, you don't know if your team is going to be this good moving forward. You know what I mean? You like to think they are, and you like to think that your prospects are going to pan out the way that you expect them to. But let's say Luke Hughes and Nemitz don't have the type of season next year that we expect them to have. And it takes them a minute and they go through a lot of growing pains as a normal defenseman would defense is actually like kind of likely to happen. Absolutely. Very likely yeah. more than likely. Or we don't and, sign Brat and my team up. It's like, no, well, those are, these are things that these are things. Or like, that no. So like my point is like, let's say like Dougie Hamilton doesn't score 20 goals next year and he scores 10 goals, like, and we would be happy with 10 goals on any other year, but because he had 20 goals this year and a career year and because Jack Hughes had a career year and because Nico Heischer had a career year and like everybody's having a career year, like what if everybody just kind of takes a, like a little step back and like plateaus a little bit and then you have, you know, a little bit of immaturity on the back end. I don't know. Anyway, let's not, that's not the point. The point is um, the devil should be going for everything right now. And, and when I they, agree. and the way that they played tonight encourages me even more to really make a push to try to win a Stanley cup right now, because if they can play responsibly and structured the way that they played tonight, they can play versus anybody. It's when they get into this, we're f the fucking young guns, you know what I mean? And we can skate up and down the ice faster than everybody. It doesn't work. It does not work. You play with a little structure, it actually lends itself to your speed because you play a good transition game, you know what I mean? Like, if you back check, it, it creates turnovers. It's like you play well in front of your own net. It allows you to move the puck down the ice. I just, I think... The game tonight was one of the more well-rounded, one of the more proud games I was to be a fan, despite them playing the Rangers. Even though it was such a big game, it was just the style of play that they played, which was very impressive to me. Pickle, can you just chime in again about how proud you were about the back checking? <laughs> I said it from the first period on. I was like, do you, do you, can you see how great they, they really were? They were back-checking so good. Every time they came through the neutral zone, it was like we were in front of them. It was, you just haven't seen that. You really did, you haven't seen that. And it's like maybe Lindy yelling at the uh, practice yesterday, maybe that really uh, helped them. But I like, I like. I was saying that, wasn't I? No, like from the, the first period the on, it was they, like, they, they it played. Was so they played it like it was a playoff game, and they needed to. And I think that was very smart. If that's what Ruff was coaching up or whatever, they listened. They listened to 
They listened to order to their directions for sure. They played very, very fundamental game. I think like this is the type of win that they needed because this is the, what they're going to see. And not just, I mean, they're going to play the Rangers. I mean, this is the type of, this is how you play a playoff game. You play it by being responsible with the puck and forechecking and getting pucks deep and, you know, not getting caught out on the ice and shit like that, which is why Wood got yanked off the ice. And it's like, it's why all, you know, Ruff is going to hold people accountable. You'd like to think Ruff is going to hold people accountable. Shout out to Jesper Boquist, who played a fucking hell of a game. After hell of being, a game. He was so fast. After right. being benched. Um, and I think, unrightfully so, um, I thought he played really good. And even Kevin Ball, he wasn't great tonight, but I still think he played a pretty good good game for being such a – it was such a high-profile game for him for the first time. I thought he played really good um, after them running out 7-D for the past Bill, couple Bill, can minutes. I ask you a question? No, you can't. <laughs> What's up? What – where does Wood fit in in the playoffs for us? Because if I'm being perfectly honest, it's like he's a he's a he's a guy that you know during the regular season. Oh my God, he's skating so hard, and he's not even skating hard anymore. He's not. He doesn't have speed. No. He used to have straight away. Straight line speed, and he does not have it anymore. He's not. He's not. He's he's a liability right now. Where where, where does he fit in? Okay. For for so the, so the when New I, Jersey Devils during our playoffs so run. When I think of Miles Wood, this is what I think of myself. I think. What do you hear? What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, not not even that. Not even that. Ready? You're in Miami. What would you say you do here? That's that's <laughs> what I'm. It's it, it, he can't hear. So it's like I'm thinking like, what do you do here? <laughs> what is your role? I don't know what his role is. I'm a people person. I literally don't. I literally don't know what his role is. Seriously, going into the playoffs, it's like where does he fit in? He doesn't. He's, he he's doesn't just, fit. He, it's he scary. Ha- it's scary having him on the ice because it's like it's either going to be a penalty or it's going to be a turnover. Or I listen. I like the guy, but I don't. No, I I, no, I, I like I, his hard nose playing. I like the I, way that he's willing to mix it up and he's going to play a, a real physical game. But a lot of guys, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He doesn't. He does I, I not used to like the guy. He does not play. I a physical used game. to like the guy. Come on, give me a break. I don't. I'm saying he doesn't. Play, he doesn't play a physical game at all. How many, how many hits do you think he had tonight? I don't know where he fits in. Bill, tell me where you think he fits in in the playoffs right now. Honestly, honestly, I I don't think he I I don't think he you dress him. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's like hopefully Bastion is healthy at this point, and you we can avoid that. Yeah, you want to play Bastion and Sharangovich on your third line or your fourth line, right? Bastion, Sharangovich, and McLeod. Well, I'm saying just like in terms of no, your fourth line, you're gonna play. It's gonna be Bastion, Sharangovich, and McLeod. McLeod, right? And then you're gonna play 
Tatar, Hala, and Boquist. Either way. Think uh, about 20 games, 20 games ago. Would you think that Ball would be playing at the level he is now? Well, 20 games ago, maybe, but not at the beginning of the season. The beginning of the season, I thought he looked inadequate. Right. He definitely didn't, but he does now. It's like the most important, the most impressive confidence, his confidence. The most impressive thing to me is, is he is his offensive play is very good. I never would have thought that, that he could have been that player. You know, I, I thought that he was definitely just like a stay at home defenseman. Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover, I guess. You guys got anything else? No, no, very um, happy. Very happy. Yeah, it was a great win. Tonight, it was a great win. All you know, Devils fans should be really happy. It was very impressive, and sh- kudos to the team and kudos to Lindy Ruff because that was a well coached game too. It was, and it, and and Vitek Vanacek, and shout out to uh, Andrew Burnett because he definitely brought the drunk bus through the rock tonight and like <laughs> Jimmy Dugan, yeah, and had everybody on fire. But um, yeah. From the Trap Podcast, we got the pickle. We, we got the tickle. Thank you, Bill. And I'm Bill Bosch. Thank you, Bill. Congratulations, Devils fans. Let's go.